So hate it. Sometimes you've got to fill yourself with hate. You know the way that you drink coffee? You can't yeah, I drink like coffee. coffee. Nah, you don't. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you got some, the thing is, I drink so much and it's just like one of those things that's like, oh, I can uh, drink less of this. But then you just, you, everyone remembers that everyone loves to hate, so you just end up drinking more of what you hate. Yeah. And to be fair, it's like I used people to drink cider. I used, yeah, I used to hate sparkling water. And then I, I found when I quit smoking, I was drinking a lot more. I was like, I don't know why, just to kind of replace, or just, it, I just kind of slipped into it. I've been like, I'm having a couple of pints a day now, and that's not really like me. Um, right. And it, so I started substituting it for sparkling water, and I actually quite, quite liked it. No, 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 it's not real. Someone tried to sell me it's like naturally occurring. It's lies. Nothing bubbles <laughs> in nature. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's bubble gum. That's natural. That grows. But like in terms of like sparkling rivers. No. Uh, yeah. I, I, babbling. I maybe you can get a babbling brook or whatever. I'll have the fuck a that bottle is. of babbling water, please. Yeah. I'll have babble, a babble, babble, babble. <laughs> yeah. Just a babble <laughs> with a fish in it. And fuck it, can do it like that. But uh, I just can't. I can't. I can down a two-liter bottle of water very, very easily. It's very but, like, bubbly. Fizzy, I shouldn't. Yeah, but I can down other bubbly stuff. It's just this isn't very nice. So it's right. like I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah, I used to think it so, like tasted like adult. like fizzy aspirin, but actually, I don't know. I quite like it now. Do you love the taste of aspirin? No, I hate it. Hate it. Well, I never. I don't. I never knew what aspirin tasted like. Did you never have the like the, the soluble aspirins when you were a kid? No, nah, we were poor. <laughs> Couldn't afford <laughs> bubbles to medicine. They're not, they're not, they're not rich man's food. <laughs> <laughs> the King's Buffet. <laughs> fizzy ass, fizzy painkillers. <laughs> Bubblegum flavoured morphine. I don't know. Yeah. No, 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 never really did it. I think uh, but I think I've told this before, but I'm so I'm a special kind of idiot. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's like if I if when learning something new, I throw all information out the boat and then look at it from scratch. Yeah. So when I was told as a child to swallow pills, I was told to put the pill on my tongue and then just drink a glass of water. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> but the, the pill's still on my tongue. <laughs> and then it took years until someone said, you know, you have to swallow the pill. And I was like, oh, I can do that. But just no one told me. I mean, I it's one thing it for, for like, painkillers, and you'd be like, well, I guess I, guess I guess I just have bad headaches, and they just never go away. But, like, if you're meant to be on, like, a course of, like, antibiotics or something, <laughs> and you just didn't take any of them. Yeah, I remember I was in hospital for asthma or something like that, and they were trying to give me a pill, and I was, like, in my teens, and they're like, can you take pills? I was like, I just don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> So they had to come in with like a syringe of like baby food painkillers or something like in the middle of the night. I was like, if, if only the science was there. <laughs> if only there was instructions on how to swallow a pill. But it's this loads of stuff. And it's, yeah, my brain just goes like, well, let's look at it from the basics. Okay. Well, the, these are the instructions and it doesn't work. Well, no, no one, no one knows how to take pills. Yeah, I used to. It was be... never, a, it was never a discomfort thing. That's the thing. It was never like, oh, I don't like swallowing pills. I just didn't know how. <laughs> so it's just, and then I wrapped it in bread, and someone said, wrap it in bread and then eat it. I was like, okay, what? Like I can do, so I can you're do crunching this. Crunching it up. Now you just swallow the loaf of bread whole what? or something like that. <laughs> it's easy. You know how you can't easy. swallow? Swallow yeah. something bigger. Swallow, swallow a loaf. <laughs> 
No, but yeah, it was just it's just uh, one of those. Is things it water soluble? Yeah. Water soluble yeah, well, loaf. <laughs> it starts fizzing, babbling. Oh, you're babbling bread. Isn't that soda bread? I don't know. Mm. Something like that. But yeah, never never figured it out. Well, to this day, no, I figured they eventually just realised. But there's loads of stupid things I've done like that where it's like something very simple, but I'm just following the instructions to the letter, and the instructions are not uh, are not adapted for a brain dead person. <laughs> so it's the same word. If you follow the instructions, everything will be fine. Yeah. Yeah, so spark, yeah, babbling, sparkling, uh, sparkling water, fucking all. How, how are you, Steve? Are you all right? I'm fine. I'd love to tell you, but I haven't done out. What episode is it? Uh, two five eight. Is it? Might yep. be. Yeah. Don't know. Lost track. I've got so engrossed in the in the podcast that day. But yeah, probably it's probably two five eight. We'll yeah. go with that this well, week. Well, the last I time you messaged me, down. you were like, "So it's looking to be unseasonably hot." And then suddenly yeah. it wasn't. Fa- fantastically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, I'm, I'm point... glad. I, I didn't yeah. want it to be really hot. Yeah, look, we're recording it quite late this week because, yeah, last Thursday we had, or whatever it was, we had scheduling conflicts and it was, uh, and it was just so hot and it was looking to get even hotter. Mm. And it's just like, I remember last time um, we had the fans on and... <laughs> Like the software we use to talk over the internet filtered out the fan, yeah. but the microphones didn't. <laughs> so, so, do I have another episode of Nick on a plane? <laughs> so, it's like, oh, I might do a paddling pool. Uh, we've always talked about a paddling pool episode, yeah. something like that. But yeah, it's uh, it's cooled down. I've got fork now. So it's cool. It's cooled down now. Thankfully, fucking yeah. hell. I even got thermometers now. Why? Because I'm convinced it gets so hot in my house, it's ridiculous. Right now, it's 22 degrees. I have no idea what that means. But, uh, yeah, it's, it gets so warm in the house that it's uh, ridiculous. So I need, like, a, a measurement thing I mean, to tell me when it's extra hot. I was going to say, 22, so that I can... 22 degrees, considering it's just kind of dull and rainy outside, is pretty warm. I think it's, it's very warm. Well, it's 21.9 now. You've just cooled it down. Oh, I don't know what you so. did. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no heating, no nothing. It just cooks as a house. It's just because it's. I I think all houses are always under the sun, but like my house is more so. I think I think that's basically what <laughs> someone told me. My house is closer to the sun. That's why <laughs> yeah. it was such a bargain. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like basically, the the side of the house that I do most of my stuff on, sleeping, working, all that kind yeah. of stuff, is always in sunlight. Like right, when the okay. sun's up, it's always beaming down, so it just Got cooks you. this side of the house. So I think that just does shit, but yeah. So it's been it's been warm, but yeah, cooled down nicely now. So it's hopefully winter can come, yeah, and uh, start to start to chill the fuck out. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have a ice rink episode instead. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, don't trust ice rinks. Half the time they're stadiums, aren't they? Some of them. Uh, yeah, you, I've been to concerts at ice rinks. Not yeah, a badminton court ice arena. I've ice seen rink. a few bands there. Yeah, I can't remember. There was an ice rink somewhere. I always find them I weird. Like, now I think, like, given the opportunity, I prefer not to go to, like, big, like, arena shows. They just feel really cold ice. and, like, lifeless. Look at all these dead people. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. There's just no... There's, the, I, I don't feel in any way attached to the person I'm seeing. Whereas if you see them in, like, a little club... Or something. Grab like just, onto them or something. Yeah, just just underground, like you and maybe may, maybe up to a thousand people. Like, like if you go to like Rock City or something, like it's still decent to watch people there. 
Yeah, yeah. But you like wanna... big arenas, it's just, I, it just, it's just a bit cold and boring now. I don't know. You're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Tens of thousands of people. Yeah. Whatever stadiums are, can't remember. No, it works. Like I mean, I felt that way about Eddie Izzard. I saw Eddie Izzard at the O2. And it was like, this is, this feels, like the whole environment feels really different. Yeah. It feels really weird. I think, that's but, the thing. Know, I think we saw the same tours. tour and I really liked it and you were a bit, yeah. And I, I th and I think that is a big difference because I didn't, I saw him at a theatre. And, yeah, yeah. and you saw him at a theatre on the same tour as well, I think, didn't you? I saw him at the O2. But did, so, you, uh, did you see stadium. him twice though? No. No. Okay. But like, it could else. just be like a on the day thing. Like we saw Bill Burr and we got like, we saw the early show. That was decent. And it was like, that was still one of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, this is, uh, it was good, but there was like bits that were, it was entertaining. And then we were like, oh, fuck it. Let's see it. Someone offered us tickets for the second show. Yeah. And we were like, sure, we'll go, we'll see him again. Yeah. And the second show, he was like totally different energy. So it could just be like, yeah, performance. To be fair, I don't, we, we, no. I think the second show we didn't have tickets. We just gave the security guard money and he just sent yeah. us upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a ticket, isn't it? Probably. It's, well, we, we <laughs> money was exchanged. Yeah, Burr was experienced. Yeah, he was great. It was just the second one we were sitting on like pews. Or it was like stood at like the back weird or boxes? something. Of like, yeah, like skybox yeah or something. i don't know it was decent though. but yeah it was just like uh, what they open up when they oversell and the security guard was like i'll oversell it yeah <laughs> just give me a couple of quid i'll send you up there yeah right. i uh, i own the the building yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why well, i got this high-vis vest yeah want everyone to know it's all good <laughs> i can go anywhere <laughs> i could do anything give me a camera you didn't want me to have a camera i remember mm. that that was about it. But yeah, it could have been a performance thing. But yeah, I think the atmosphere probably does make a difference. But it depends where you stand. I mean, I've only ever seen a gig that I've like been quite close to the front anyway. So I guess I kind of forget about everyone behind. Oh, no, I saw Muse when I was like 17. Okay. And it was seated, seated at the very back of some stadium. Okay. And it was like, this is weird. Yeah. And like we were trying to dance on the three inches of land that we had in front of the seats. <laughs> like this is just it's very strange <laughs> but yeah apart from that but yeah so you know you've not been up to much it's been uh no just work away. yeah boring just head down and working yeah yeah did you get your like and subscribe graphics from the pulling teeth podcast <laughs> incorporated i did yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, really I find it really weird i uh, should chip in on that with you i, I just find it funny that like the <laughs> The guy who knows nothing is the source of your media libraries, briefly. Oh, I've got some things. Have a look. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Do I like this like? No, it's one of those things. It's like, I'll, I'll often, like, just make something like that quickly. But then once I, once I saw that fucking service that you'd signed up for, I'd just been like, well, look, there's thousands of them on here. And, yeah. like, they're all the fucking same. So yeah. just this saves so much time. Yeah, I want to move left to right. Let's work out which pixels to start at, which pixels yeah. to... Nah, fucking, just fucking get somebody else to do it. Yeah, yeah. And someone else but, do yeah. it better because I'm not a motion graphics artist. What, what are, you, are you again? Is there something, I always forget. Not as an insult. Oh, right. But like a videographer, a, cinema, a video marketing producer. It's hard to say. Um, Laptop user? That's most act, act, most uh, accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that was off record. But camera, yeah. you use a laptop now. Camera person. Camera person. Yeah. No, I'm a 
I guess, officially a kind of a videographer. But I started going, I start, I, I actually put filmmaker on my fucking business card recently. So I was like, ah, fuck it. That's, it's closer to what I want to do. Like, it's closer right. to the kind of, kind of work that I want to do. Because I don't want to just be, like, videoing people's cr- christenings and shit. Like, anyone can do that. <laughs> like... I don't want to be tethered to your shit christening. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know yeah. your baby. I, I want to make I, reservoir dogs. Your, your baby isn't interested <laughs> in my autistic eye. Like, autistic eye, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start screenplays and yeah. I don't know. I guess like you kind of, the biggest dream is to be that kid from American Beauty who just films like bags blowing in the wind. Oh, genius. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got thousands of tapes and no one was yeah. ever like, this kid is fucking nuts. He keeps on filming the neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird. Don't worry. He's got some really abusive family. That's oh, yeah, the cool. thing I don't understand is that the girls in these films are always enamoured by this weird kid. And if you take the weird kid out of context and put them in the real world, they are fucking weird people. That just <laughs> and everyone would hate them. Well, it's really weird. Like uh, one fun, uh, like I, the I crow. It's a fun fact. Yeah, but it's all it's it's you 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 kind of forget that all film is propaganda at the end of the day, don't you? Like I watched um, uh, there's one fun. I don't yeah, again, I don't know if it's a fun fact, but you know, like flamethrowers in World War Two were never really used that much. Oh right. Because, like, uh, there, there was a fact about tank, some tank, I think it was like a Churchill tank or something, that was fitted with a flamethrower, was 100% successful in all of its battles because it just drove up close to people, <laughs> doused them in gasoline, and then the people gave up. Oh. And they were like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, do we need to set them on fire? <laughs> no, they just give up. All right. Well, they're covered in petrol or whatever. Yeah. yeah, sure. Bring it out. But if you watch like World War Two films, it's like flames and shit. It's like yeah. people just people don't want to fight. Like there was a thing about medieval battles where it's like, you know, there were very, very Short. very, very few. Yeah. As in like two armies came up and one was like, That one's bigger than ours. Alright, you win. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> because if you had put all these fucking battles, everyone would be dead. Yeah, <laughs> just eventually run out of people. People yeah. were just like that. Nah. But it's also so the, even like the ones that did go film. on weren't like oh, like we've been in Afghanistan for twenty years or whatever. It's like no, they did, well, a couple of days, a couple of days, <laughs> and everyone was dead. Yeah, it was just oh, was, everyone got hungry and went home. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> It's the, but, but if you watch all the films, it's all action and crazy stuff. And, and obviously, that was always kind of known. But like, the more you look at stuff, the more you realise even the smallest things are pretty, uh, pretty propagandized. I mean, if American, but then people are fucked up. So I imagine that American Beauty would still happen in the real world. It's true. I like so, that film, but it's one of those things. Every, I, I, I'd, I'd like to watch it again with people, but everyone's always like, "Oh, you can't watch it because because Kevin Spacey or whatever." And it's just I. But it was a it was a good film. Like, do you draw that line? Well, there's people, no, there's people who are idiots. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, it's like we're saying, you know, if somebody, I don't know, think of a famous, like Harvey Weinstein, right? Yeah. Harvey Weinstein didn't make all of the films from the Weinstein Company. Yeah. I mean, let's say Wally was, you know, a well, Weinstein be, film. I have no idea if it was. Like Kevin Smith films that I couldn't watch anymore. Yeah, it's just and like, well, loads it's, of Tarantino's it's, you movies you couldn't watch. 
Yeah, it's the same as like people uh, boycotting films because an act. Well, it's exactly the same thing. What I'm talking about, where boycotting a film because an actor's in it. It's like you know the actor brings like two percent of the whole production. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong, it's very integral in the in the performance side of stuff. But like, you're going to punish the, you know the grip worker or the f- film company or you know the director because you don't like this actor. It's like, yeah. what do you do? Well, I don't understand. I don't understand. I I know. I remember recently, like, and I've never watched any of his stuff. I know he's like an old school comic, but there were people protesting Roy Chubby Brown, and in, oh, in yeah, Sheffield, and they had his show pulled. But it's like, I mean, well, for one, all the people that have bought tickets are now going to be fucked off. They're still going to be fans of Roy Chubby Brown. The people that wanted it pulled were never going to buy tickets in the first place and never going to go. And the people that have... And, and no, one, no one's been turned off seeing him. You either like him or you don't. So, like, I don't yeah. understand the point. They're just looking to spoil everyone else's fun. Well, like, I, uh, I remember, because Roy Chubby Brown's always been Roy Chubby Brown. I don't remember a lot of his stuff, but I know, you know, it's kind of the same Richard Manning, uh, Jim Davidson, stuff. Bernard Manning, sorry, yeah. Richard Manning. But yeah, uh, like that kind of, you know. So I, uh, I don't, I don't, I've never seen him perform in my life, but I, do, I still don't agree with fucking banning anybody. Well, it's the thing, it, what, what my point is like, his stuff is just, it's more aggressive, harsh language making fun of minorities, right? I, I think that's probably a big thing. Okay. Um, but it's like, if, if, if his act was about something that was more, you know, anti-society, as in like, I don't know, uh, he was people, he was looking to bring back lynching and he wanted to do a tour where he talked about little bring back lynching. You can understand of like, oh, I can understand deplatforming him then because that's so extreme that's a d- that maybe that's- they don't want it. But like this is, the, I agree with you here. It's like it's the, it's the, it's just bad language, old generations that's not effective anymore. Yeah. It's just old people going to see a show. Yeah. And it's fair enough if you want to go see the show, go see the show. It's not so con- so crazy or uh, society breaking as like going on a lynching tour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's people are overly outraged. It's like just fucking chill out. Well, it's just, I don't I, want this. Don't see it. It's fine. That's, I, I, I never, I never understood it. I never understood why people feel so entitled to police what everyone else does, and they and to, to act like they're doing it to, to, to fucking I don't know save yeah. save the morals of the nation or whatever. Just well, a so bunch I can of understand. <laughs> I can understand in the extreme, like you know, doing some kind of big, really and really crazy. The thing crazy is, tour. The, the trouble but is, this is that, like, I do kind of understand the extreme in the whole kind of like, oh, we've got to ban him because he's he's literally Hitler. And let's say the guy is literally Hitler. It's like, okay, fair enough. But you also told us that all of these hundreds of people were literally Hitler. So why the fuck should I listen to you? It was in Boy Who Cried Wolf. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's it's not up to you to make that judgment anymore. Gareth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all Gareth. No, yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah, the, 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 the Twitter mob is always a weird, a weird thing. But it's just always trying to figure out a way to understand the idea. And it's like, okay, if there was somebody promoting a tour about why we should bring back lynching, society is so against that already that there's no point, yeah. you know, it's like... It's, but but yeah. if someone's going around saying, oh, you know, some black, hu- some not even black, blue cuff humour that's 
insulting to many. It's like, well, yeah. let, well, let do them, what you want. Let if them got hang themselves. Let them just give them enough rope to hang themselves. Like, why would you? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna stop him performing, people are gonna want to see him more. Even someone like me, I'm now fucking well. curious because like. <laughs> Even though I've never seen him, and suddenly these people are like, oh, I can't watch this cunt. And I'm just like, well, why? Why can't I? And then it'll make me want to look him up and watch watch his stuff. Like, it's... It's, 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 it's fucking stupid. <laughs> bring bring back Roy Chubby Brown. I, um, well, it, it is a typical joke from Roy Chubby Brown. Okay. Right? I think it's a typical joke. A woman asked her husband if he knew how she could make her bust bigger. He said... Try rubbing toilet paper between your tits. It worked for your ass. Okay. You know, it's like, oh. It's just, right. Cheeky, rude, blue. In uh, 30 years ago, it was very groundbreaking because right, people so were like Right, so there's obviously going to be a very particular audience for that. Yeah. In the same way that there are for certain bands. Like, they, they date themselves. So, like... You're not going to convince those people not to, like he's not making new fans in fucking 2020, 2021. Sorry. Yeah, I mean I, I'm having a little look through some of these, and none of them. I assume there'd be some kind of uh, making fun of minorities, but they seem to be just really crass jokes. Yeah. A woman walks past a pet shop with a sign reading "For Sale, Clitoris Licking Frog." She goes in, and the shopkeeper says "Bonjour, Madame." Oh right, okay. Because frog. It's just because French. Yeah, it's a word. It's just people. a French person. Right. Okay. Yeah. Little girl gets lost in Tesco's. Security guard asks her, "What's your mum like?" The girl replies, "Big cocks and vodka." Okay. So it's those kind of jokes. Yeah. And it's like if you, are you you're, you're no platforming him because he swears. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean I. <laughs> okay. Fair it's... enough. There's, maybe there's like incredibly worse stuff. It's, but but I defended him saying if he wanted to make fun of minorities. It's like that's worse. so ridiculously tame compared to <laughs> yeah. compared to I don't know someone like someone like Anthony Jasselnik. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but Anthony Jasselnik is like openly kind of like left wing and and um, mm. like very liberal. Like I know all the interviews around his last show was always uh, about like it was all kind of. All of his jokes were meant to be kind of like ironic, or whatever. With with, with uh, I've, I've done, I've, I've lost my I've lost my thread. But like he, it, it's you can say whatever you want as long as you're the right kind of person, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which which I think is is probably true, but it's just it doesn't come into account until the very extreme. Like I say, if you were if you were going around promoting lynching, then I could understand the country or society saying no, we don't want that kind of stuff here. Yeah, but like on t in terms of language and yeah. swearing, and you know, uh, risque blue comedy, or even like even racist comedy, it's almost weird because obviously racist comedy is by definition bad comedy, but by definition it should also die out on its own. Yeah, if your society is not racist or trying not to be racist, or is like you know we're working on it, then like that kind of stuff will die out rather than being like don't platform because that's where it becomes yeah. The, that's just you old school working it. man's club shit. Like that's, it's that. I mean, his his comedy by this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm literally looking through like I don't know twenty of jokes that's been pulled on a website, and they're yeah. all just rude, and they're, yeah. they're not written rude in like a you know 
in a crass way, that's all. Yeah. But people get upset. But yeah, maybe it was uh, Bernard Manning I was thinking of. You know, lots of like, you know, old generation 70s. Yeah. I know, but I know Bernard, Bernard Manning was meant to have a lot of like kind of racist stuff. Again, I'm saying meant to because I don't know. I haven't. Oh, I watched a weird documentary about him a while ago. A, a documentary he made that he wanted released after he was dead. Right. That he was like dying at the same time. So he'd kind of turn up and be a ghost. <laughs> find it funny but like it was quite uh, a great but then it also again it also went into like you know the community support he had and all that kind of stuff but yeah I, I, from memory i seem to remember them being quite uh, aggressive against minorities but like again it's not necessarily a deplatforming thing that's a challenge them thing yeah talk to them about it and then expose them for who they are rather than be like don't platform so yeah, yeah. deplatforming is a weird a weird i can see where it could be done in exception like in very rare cases but like to get there is like we're nowhere near there it's mental yeah yeah but it's fun but, uh, uh yeah. yeah so yeah yeah you're all right watching some roy Ch well hearing about roy chubby brown doing some work it's it's work it's weird well that's the, i don't want to go back and go over it again but they're making like he was like part of a dying breed or whatever like he's got his fans his fan base isn't growing these fucking idiots are making him relevant again. <laughs> Man, well, I don't know. It could be, yeah. Could be. Well, he wasn't but, in the uh, news before. Yeah. Well, it's like Jim Davidson, I think, still touring ever since he got famously somethinged for making fun of a wheelchair user in an audience. Something happened to him. I can't remember. Uh, Maybe his uh, tour he, was cancelled. I think, he, he, I think he was on Big Brother or something. He said some stupid shit, which they then aired because it's big yeah. brother. But yeah. But yeah, he lost some job opportunities, I think. But then he was still touring. Yeah. And it's like not really mentioned. So yeah, I guess it puts on the lot on him. But the people saying that, oh, do you know this guy swears? I hate swearing. It's bad. All right. If I can put it in the news. Yeah. I don't know. There's so little to be interested about. I reckon people are just trying to clutch at stuff. Yeah. I just I watched um, uh, South Park's last special. The... Oh yeah, I can't remember what it was. The, was it the vaccination special? Because they did the pandemic oh, special, maybe. and then they did a vaccination special, which I didn't know anything about, and something cropped up on social media. It was like, "Fuck, this has been out for a few months." Fucking hilarious! It just—they're <laughs> still just making some of the like the the best satire that's around today, and they've been doing it for fucking I don't yeah, know, yeah. like God knows how long now. Was they on like season twenty four, twenty five? Something ridiculous. Something ridiculous. Yeah, I remember being in the Cub Scouts when South Park was on. So that was like, yeah. I don't know. 12. Yeah, I was in, I think I was in year five when it started, maybe year six. Yeah. Thereabouts. So yeah, a long time. Yeah, still good. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Comedy. Uh, it, you know, it's got some uh, some news bits this week. I can't remember if I've got a thing. Oh yeah. Just uh, going to switch uh, your police. fan off. Carry on. Your fan off. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Police in Police Scotland has been fined £100,000 after admitting failings that contributed to the death of a young mother who lay undiscovered with her dead partner with three children, with three days, sorry, following a crash on the M9. So, like, a couple got in a car crash, veered off a road, and the police took three days to find them, even though it was reported as it was going off the road. So this woman was in a, a car crash where her partner died. She was alive. Right. And was just in a car with corpses 
for three days. Oh, God. <laughs> Horrific. Lamara Bell, 25, and John Ewell, 28, died after their car left the motorway near, I guess that's true, near Stirling on July 5th, 2015. Despite a call being made to police from a witness reporting the vehicle, a blunder at the call handling centre meant to take three days for them to respond. And when finally, when officers finally arrived, Mr. Ewell was dead, while Ms. Bell died four days later. <laughs> three days? Three so days to respond. Has anyone seen that sticky note <laughs> that I left on the... Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm forgetting something. Something about a car crash. Do we need know. more milk? Is it milk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's in that film Crash. I think that's what I haven't seen it in a while. I think that's what I'm thinking about. But that's that like that's so bad. That's oh. like it what well, is it not well obviously it's bad not to respond, but I'm thinking about the fucking woman in the car next to her dead husband. Yeah, for three days. Like, like you never dead forget partner, that. It's 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 like it's bad enough. Grief, grief is bad enough in the first place, without being, yeah, not without trapped going in a car. through that. Yeah, like like yeah, and obviously like I imagine food was an issue. She probably starved a lot, probably dehydrated. Found after three days. Okay, but okay. then, but she died four days after she was found. Oh, right. so it's not like a happy story. <laughs> so she didn't have to deal with it for too long then. But either way, that's not no. that's not good. Like, okay, okay, yeah, weird. Odd tangent, but oh yeah, would you would you rather be hanging out with the corpse of your loved one for three days, or or just get it over with, but in a horrific way, like seeing them get eaten by a crocodile or something? Seeing them get eaten by a crocodile. Yeah. So either way, you're witnessing or being present to their death. But you can either <laughs> you can either you can either be in like be in the accident with them. And like, uh, and and then hang out with their corpse for a few days while you're waiting to be rescued, or, oh, yeah. um, or you can b watch them get uh, get eaten by an alligator. And it depends on the aggression. Yeah. Like I guess, like if I saw someone, if I saw a loved one fall from a, have you seen uh, Midsummer? It's like a horror film, most recent. Not like a horror film. It's just a remake of the Wicker Man, I think. Okay. Basically. No, let's see it. But. Um, mm. All right, we'll have another image. I don't know. Well, so say, let's take a random example. Let's say I watched my loved one fall from a cliff. Okay. I wouldn't then want to, like, hang out with her. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, and I think, like, that image would almost be more horrific than an alligator. Okay. But if it was a car crash where, like, you both black out and wake up and you hang out with the corpse, I'd probably prefer to hang out with the corpse whilst coming out of a blackout kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think you probably like you probably get quite introspective for a while. Whereas if you're watching someone get destroyed by an alligator, I don't think you'd be as introspective. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably like, not. Nature, nature is a strange thing. <laughs> be like, oh! doesn't, suppose... doesn't the Lord work in mysterious ways? <laughs> it's 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 kind of like the it's like the 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 that story that you covered about the 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 expected parents hanging out with their kind of dead child yeah. after they've had like a miscarriage or something like that like it's um you may maybe it get, you can get some kind of closure from that yeah from just having time and and you can whip out a travel game if you're in the car play some uno for references that was like uh, yeah it's um a, one, a couple had a stillborn or something and it's a genuine approved NHS procedure to give the parents the corpse of the baby in a freezer box and let them like hang around with it for a week 
to yeah. like have all the new parent rituals and we just thought it's insane but it's true it's yeah weird. and yeah you could probably play scrabble or tetris tetris with dead baby uh, in other news <laughs> Uh, in other words, in other news, oh, th- it's been a while since I've looked at these notes. Uh, Facebook's u- Facebook users who watched a newspaper video featuring black men were asked if they wanted to keep seeing videos about primates. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, so, <laughs> but Roy Chubby Brown's banned. <laughs> so ridiculous. So again, because I, th- I don't think I've experienced this, but I think it's like, uh, you know, you see, in, yeah, at the end of the video, it asked if you enjoyed the current video's content, would you like to see more? But it just recognised that black men are apparently primates, Facebook said, uh, in, in, by an artificial intelligent, intelligence recommendation system. Facebook told the BBC it was a clearly an unacceptable error, disabled the system and launched an investigation. Well, it's, it's just AI being AI. Like, you can't... Well, the thing... the thing, but, but I... Again, maybe I'm being stupid, but how the fuck do black people look like primates? What? The, the, but the other thing is, is like, what, why what, is, what, why is program, the AI analysing the video? Like, why isn't it just using tags like everything else does? Well, it's that, it's that transitional period where it's going it, to... They're slowly trying to... You know, instead of having tags, it will figure out new and impressive tags to further cater your experience. I can understand yeah. that as, you know, programming stuff. But, like, it's, 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 I can't understand what the deal is. Like, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a logical puzzle, how does an AI look at anybody and mistake them for a fucking animal? Yeah. <laughs> it, this woman looks like a fish. No, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. What are you inputting? What, what's the deal? No, it doesn't. No, oh, these completely covered in fur, naked animals. No, guys it... wearing a suit. <laughs> it's fucking, it's it doesn't so exactly strange. marry up. No, and, and just don't under don't understand it. But like. Yeah, but it happened. Uh, in 2015, their photo, uh, Google's photo app labelled pictures of black people as gorillas. That was trying to figure stuff out. The company said it was appalled and sorry. Um, sorry. So it's fixed. It's fixed. Google's fix to that problem was just to remove the term gorilla from their artificial intelligence system. <laughs> right, so now it can't find videos of gorillas. <laughs> um... Yeah. In May, Twitter Twitter admitted racial biases in the way its saliency algorithm cropped previews of images. Our yeah, so our think solution is like... to give it a great ape-shaped lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, just like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the the term. It's like he cut his brain out. Something. Studies have also shown biases in the algorithms powering some facial recognition systems. I remember this, like, uh, there was some, like, Instagram or Snapchat filters that would crop people out or, like, would focus on the wrong thing. Right. And it is, like, it is a process, right? It's, this, is, like, this is relatively new technology that's going through. But it's just, and it's like, well, they're probably just focusing on white people, I guess. And yep. they need to improve it. But it's just, like... How could things go so wrong? 
<laughs> like, that's pr pretty much the worst thing that could ever happen. <laughs> like, uh, like there's, in terms of, like, trying to further technology in Facebook, where, like, friends and family and photos and videos are encouraged. And then just to bring out, like, 1920s racist terms. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but, yeah, technology's, uh, technology's getting there. Yeah. Um, oh, this from Stoke. Thought this was fun. Angry Callum Maddox threatened to kill a woman and petrol bomb her house during a street disturbance. It's a, it's a disturbance outside. Some kid's going to petrol bomb my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite disturbing. The 21-year-old was jumping on a BMW when he told the woman, I'm going to stab you, kill you, and petrol bomb the house after residents decided to confront him. Stop it. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> jumping up and down on the car. On a BMW. Now, if anything, it's... that's quite gorilla-like. <laughs> yeah, Facebook, get on it. <laughs> Uh, this happened just 17 days after he was jumping on a Honda car on nearby Brookwood. <laughs> I, I like jumping it. on cars. He it's loves just... jumping on cars. This is his whole thing. He's 21. My whole he's, life he's, is a safari. He's learning himself. He's figuring out his personality. Uh, he's been given a community order and over a grand court bill. Uh, was, the dispute was triggered by a previous argument with the woman. Prosecutor Karen Wright said it was reported to the police that this defendant was jumping on the bonnet of a car, causing damage to wing mirrors. An area search was undertaken and the defendant was located and arrested. The court heard Maddox was back standing on a car bonnet on June 29th, following an argument with his mum. Third time. <laughs> Uh, James Hulse, mitigating, said there'd been no further incidents and added the courts will not see Maddox again if he continues on the path he's on. We've moved him, we've managed, we've, we've had a chat with him. He's not going to jump on any more cars. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've put him on the right path, the path being not on a car, on the actual path. And then hopefully he'll be a law-abiding citizen from now on. Oh yeah, that's how it works. I don't know why, but pe <laughs> jumping on a car is pretty funny, pretty yeah. aggressive. Pretty weird, but yeah, it feels like uh, petrol bombing the house. Weird threat. Why use petrol? Diesel's got a lower burning or a higher burning point, isn't it? He's right to use petrol. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. petrol's about. more explosive. Oh yeah, this was this was news from the Independent, and I didn't understand it. All right, so it's not news. Is the Independent not news? I don't know. It's a pile of shit. Carry on. Big pile. <laughs> I never got the whole newspapers thing like the Wall Street Journal is that good or bad I don't know people don't like know. this is I don't know no, in, to be fair independent which used... one's the Princess Diana one Indep the Daily Mail yeah independent right. used to be better but since for a long time it's just been clickbait horseshit. well who wouldn't click on this alright um, let me ask you the question it was a quiz show the question was what pub serves Betty's hot pot don't know the guy was like, I don't know, uh, Weatherspoons? <laughs> what an idiot. It's Carnation Street, you cunt. It's the whole article. <laughs> <laughs> News. Was it Carnation Street? I can't remember. It was either Carnation Street or East Third is one of those. The Chase star Bradley Walsh was left in hysterics after a contestant gave a wrong answer. <laughs> Weatherspoons? You fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 
I find it weird. I mean, who who watches uh, who watches soaps? Who watches game shows? Yeah, same people. Well, like, I think. Well, like I, when I've been around people who have tellies, usually there's a game show on around normal stuff, and there's so little on television that if you're going to watch television, usually there's a game show on. So it's like I can understand people oddly watching game shows, but not watching soaps. Yeah, like they're openly terrible. But like, I see it's, it's like Countdown. Like university students would watch daytime television. And stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe they watched Carnation Street. I don't know, but I guess it's just I used to the watch generation that grew up watching when it. I was in uni. There's more murders in Neighbours, I think. Don't know. Neighbours was always like I always found British shows to be quite depressing. Whereas Neighbours, I don't know, things things blew up. Everyone was quite attractive. It was the sun was shining. Blew up. It seemed like a nice place to be. <laughs> just better weather. Yeah. So ah, oh, raining over there. But yeah, the, everyone is entitled to a bit of a brain fart now and again. He didn't know the answer was Carnation Street. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's, I, don't, I didn't understand it, but fair enough. I think, I think he's, it, he's laughing because Spoons isn't anything from television. And the question was like... Yeah, but Betty's Hot Pot. Like, that could be a pub dish somewhere. Well, what could be like a say? Subway what, sandwich. What, what pub what television pub no just which pub which pub serves betty's hot pot oh okay fair enough could be a subway sandwich could yeah be mcdonald's something i don't know yeah could be whatever anyway in brighter news the satanic temple has hit back hard against texas's recent institution of draconian anti-abortion laws so the satanic temple's getting involved yeah <laughs> The whole fucking temple's uh, in, in uproar about this. The Massachusetts-based religious group has filed a letter with US Food and Drug Administration to make the case that abortion is the faith-based right of its members. Even the Satanists are pro-abortion. But then I guess that makes sense, if you think about no, it. No, they're I don't know. anti-abortion. Because what no, the Satanists are pro-abortion. They're saying it's the oh, right yeah, of no, its they're members to have yeah, an abortion. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. But yeah, because they, well, yeah. They want to send more people to the devil. I don't know, whatever these the thing is, things are. That's the thing. It's like, I understand. But it's not exactly helping their cause. Because the satanic temples. No, I mean, as in, like, they're, maybe they're all kind of like tongue in cheek about it and everything like that. But if the whole argument against abortion is that you're killing babies... And your argument as a pro-abortion is, no, we're not, like, because life begins at whatever. Satanism. Y yeah. And the Satanists <laughs> come in and say, like, we'll help. Um, we, our faith says we're allowed to kill babies. Like, they're yeah. not really helping. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're getting involved, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry. Uh, but it's just, it's all being... Gareth Johnson from the Satanic Temple. We'd just like to say... Yeah. <laughs> we like, disagree. It's just, everyone's been rallying behind them, been like, oh, this Satan is, like, really, really funny. Like, they're really helping our cause. It's like, I mean, they're, they're kind of not, though. I know I know they're just kind of, like, making a big joke and everything, but it's like, they're, they're, they're saying... <laughs> is it, it's is okay. They're saying we're killing babies. Which Brilliant. is your whole argument is that you're not, right? 
Well, they're just, uh, they're against the, uh, yeah, they're, they're saying abortion is a faith-based right. I don't know whether the Satanic Temple is completely coming out and officially stating in a media post that they say that we are killing babies. And it's our but, right um, to. Well, yeah, I assumed, saying, I, maybe that's my assumption, because I would have the assumed temple the Church calm... of Satanism likes to do evil <laughs> shit or whatever. So it's all right. <laughs> it's just so, it's, I just love the idea of the Satanic Temple being like, uh, or more involved in society. Yeah. Like an ad campaign, like getting posters put up. Satanic Temple, you'll love it. <laughs> like, oh, well, it's pretty good. <laughs> WWSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently the, the law in Texas, that because uh, there's lots of weird controversy about it, but the only thing I found about it was Texas are making abortions after six weeks illegal. Yeah. So, like, that's quite when a short period. it's like period the size to... of a grain of rice or something ridiculous. Yeah, that's like, well, if it's bigger than rice, you can't kill it. Yeah. But then, I don't know, whatever it is. But yeah, so people are upset because it, it may take more than six weeks to realise you're pregnant get book stuff, book time off work and do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I was but saying... thankfully, the Satanic Temple's stepping in. I was saying to Vix, like, I'm I'm very much pro-choice, but, like, I... Pro-Satanic Temple. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> but I... I can't... I can't envision how this argument's ever going to end. I, well, it's ended in the UK. No, but... In it, England. It hasn't, you know I mean? because there's still people who are anti-abortion in the UK. It's it's not... The, the oh, argument yeah. hasn't ended, it's just that the law is in the favour of abortion, that's all. But I'd say the argument's ended, but the conversation carries on. You know what I mean? It's like, the argument was won by... Sh of should it be illegal or not? That argument's done. But whether or not you should or should not is like a continuing debate slash yeah. conversation. Yeah. Like, it's just the... Yeah, the, I think the, yeah, I agree with you that there'll always be people who are pro-life and pro-abortion, but the weirdness of being like, no, it's you'll go to prison if you do it, is like, whoa. I mean, that's ridiculous, a bit crazy. Mm. I think everyone's, well, I, I, obviously there are elements of the UK that I think are still quite hot about it, but yeah, in the England, as far as I know, it's like, hey, it's legal, and it's your well, choice. Well, it's like, and it's but the th so this. There's just mindsets that I that I can could never get behind mm. that just assure me that no one could that that people who have those mindsets could ever could ever be pro-choice like Ben Shapiro for example like I I, I like him I listen to like a lot of his stuff shit loads of his stuff that I disagree with um, because that's how it is but I like to keep an open mind and see what everyone see what everyone's thinking um, and he likens abortion or, or abortion uh, pro pro abortion laws and pro uh, pro choice laws to um, to to a modern day mass genocide, and I'm just like I I I don't think I could ever have that mentality. <laughs> I don't think I could I could ever have that mentality. But he's he he maintains that like oh in 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 a hundred years they're going to look back on this period of time as as one of the most one of the most heinous eras that's ever existed in humanity. And I'm just like I just don't I don't think that's true. Well, there's a, there's a really weird thing about, I think, uh, people believing their opinions to be so c consequential or so important. Mm. Like, you know, the argument that I believe is that if we don't do this, then pretty much the world's going to look back on us and think it was an apocalypse. You're like, chill out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a drink. Like, I know you're, you're trying to think about <laughs> whether on or not Saturday. you have the salmon so or not. Not on the Shabbat. Whatever, yeah. But. 
But like, I'm, I'm, like I got a, a letter in the post today that I've got to, every, I don't know how often people vote, but like whenever it happens, I get a letter that says, you need to fill out a form saying, who in this house can vote? Oh, I was yeah. thinking about voting, right? And all, all it is, is just some random person going, I think we should do this. Yeah. And then everyone going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then moving on. <laughs> That's the whole system. It's, it's, yeah. it's just like, it's just, I think we should, everybody thinks something. Just shut the fuck up and let's have some Weetabix. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's do stuff. So yeah, it's always, it's always funny when people think their opinions are like really, really impactful. If we don't stop this now, it's like, if we don't stop Roy Chubby Brown now, yeah. then who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, everything's going to be normal. You're not as important <laughs> as you think. Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Have a sleep. <laughs> Just fucking do your chores and fucking yeah. live your life. Chill out. Have a Horlicks. Put Netflix on. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of um, religion. Well, this was Yeah. Like, so you got the Satanic Temple being quite pro-choice. Be like, oh, you know. Satanic Temple's a bit more on the even keel. In other news, a Wisconsin teen has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for the 2018 death of his seven-year-old relative who was beaten and tortured for not knowing Bible verses. Oh. How, how you old? You don't know your Bible verse Seven. <laughs> you don't know uh, don't your Bible verses yet. <laughs> seven-year-old idiot. <laughs> Going to torture you to death. Jesus. Fucking hell. <laughs> they love Jesus as well. They, Damien Halschultz, now 17, pleaded guilty in June to one count of first degree, and I haven't heard this term before, reckless homicide. So not like measured homicide, or planned, or motivated, reckless. It was, I was doing all the homicide. <laughs> Records show charges of child abuse and substantial battery were dismissed. He didn't abuse the child. It wasn't substantial battery. He just, you know, homicided the kid. <laughs> In addition to serving time behind bars, he'll also be supervised for 10 years. Uh, he's been told, the judge said, my goal is to ensure that you're incarcerated for just long enough to mature and develop, work on your education, work on a treatment, work on controlling that angry side. <laughs> Work on controlling that angry side. Manit Manitowoc County Circuit Court Judge Geraldine Dietz said as she sentenced him as an adult. Um, apparently his father told him to punish the child. Um, uh, Ethan Horschultz, Damon Horschultz's parents were the court-appointed guardians for Ethan and the father punished the child because he did not know 13 Bible verses. Prosecutor said Ethan was forced to carry a log around a path for two hours a day for one week while the homicider watched. Ethan struggled to carry his log and so he was hit, kicked, struck and poked around a hundred times. <laughs> Approximately a hundred. How many times did you hit, kick, struck and poke this kid? About a hundred. Yeah, right. I kept a tally. Let me have a look. Yeah, I got you know kept a calculator for it. Just wanted to keep record. Uh, it goes on to say that he also stood on Ethan's body and head while he was face down in a puddle. He also Christ. buried him in eighty pounds of snow and left him for twenty to thirty minutes without a coat or boots. I don't think the boots would have made that much of a difference. No, I mean it, it would have made a difference. It's but, uh, like apparently you you lose a lot of heat through your feet. Mostly, when you're buried in snow. Well, it's mostly through your feet your hands and uh, your face and maybe the top of your head. Like, and apparently, I thought it was always your head. Huh? I thought it was always your head. 
Never thought about feet. Yeah, so apparently it's any area of the body that didn't used to be covered by fur. So, like, I guess when we were, our pre-evolved feet states, yeah, so would have been, would have been hands, feet, face, yeah. Uh, I guess so, maybe. I thought it was just because heat rose, and just, like, all the heat just went up through your body and out your head. Well, the, it's, cold it's, but then it makes more sense, yeah. It's why people like regulate their temperature at night by putting one foot out of the bed. Like it does actually work. <laughs> <laughs> they don't just like get out of the covers. Well they do, just with their foot. Fair yeah. enough. Just uh never done that. No? No, I'm an all or nothing guy. <laughs> either I way thrash. I'm gonna die. I'm either gonna die with a duvet or die without it. <laughs> yeah. I thrash in my sleep violently, so like, <laughs> it's it's not really a choice. It's yeah. just it's why I never got along with sleeping bags because you can't just you can't shove a leg out. <laughs> All right, can unzip the sleeping bag. Nah, no, don't want to. <laughs> want to feel like a moth? I'm gonna yeah, be a moth. <laughs> I like to. I like. I, I like this whole kind of sealed inness for a bit, but then if it gets too hot, ah. You got sleeping bags with arms and legs now. Yeah, yeah. I'd kill those people. Yeah, I, n- I don't like that. I want to. I want to be separate inside it, like a cocoon. Like a cocoon that maybe you could put your leg out of. Yeah, yeah. If, it, if I could have like a smaller zip on the front, just big enough for my leg. Yeah. Or just I've never one slept f- in a hammock. I always thought a hammock's a good compromise. Yeah. Well, I a, a lot. I a lot of people camp in hammocks. Apparently, like if they go yeah. like wild camping and stuff, they just string them up and then take a yeah, sleeping yeah. bag. That's always seemed pretty good. It's meant to be warmer. Yeah. Obviously, the frozen ground. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. It's, yeah. uh, it's the thing. That's what fucked me on a winter camp once. But, yeah, you get, get in the hammocks instead. You can put your leg out of a hammock. Yeah. Yeah. But then you won't be a moth. But that's, uh, that's me this week. All right. But, so, yeah, this kid tortured. Yeah. It seems like the religious extreme. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Can we remember any satanic extremists? No. Apart from Satan, no. <laughs> it's a bit extreme. <laughs> like uh, Cerberus. There's probably a lot less Satanists than. Well, obviously there must be than you know religious. Well, it's a joke religion, what, isn't it? It's not even a big thing. Ah, uh, but it's. I don't know. I mean, there'll I be no some idea. people that take it seriously, but I thought it was like uh, it was kind of reactionary to all like mega Christian people but that's all christianity was wasn't it It was reactionary to judaism i've no idea yeah they like i think from the little i learned from a religious teacher in my that that i you know dated a little was uh that the old testament was waiting for the prophecy of the chosen one to come right and then this guy jesus came and loads of people said he's the chosen one and the old testament said no Oh right, okay. So the New Testament went and followed that chosen one. <laughs> we're and the we're gonna go with the, you. We've been here for ages. We're just gonna go with this guy. <laughs> he's here. Yeah, he's, he's wearing. He's not wearing a suit, but I think he's probably fine. He says he's the <laughs> chosen one. Yeah, I think that's the basis of what happened. And yeah. so, like, yeah, Christianity kind of split off and followed that guy with his star and his wise men. We'll form a New Testament. Yeah, we'll call it something really original. <laughs> and then basically the Satanic Temple did probably something quite similar, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, 
it's, you don't see them in the news as much. I'd like to see more of the Satanic Temple involved in the news. Yeah. Almost, and it sounds weird, I want the, the Taliban to be involved in more negotiations. They're <laughs> <laughs> trying to be recognised like a national thing. You see, that they've installed curtains in universities now in Afghanistan. Oh, that's good. That's good, so they can segregate the men and the women with a curtain. Don't worry, it's a magic curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Such, 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 such a, you know, odd job kind of reaction. Like, oh, we need to segregate the university. What we got? Bricks? Nah. Curtain? Could do a curtain. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> don't look. Don't look. And you can't see and they're not there. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Seems weird. Uh, Bit of Satanic Temple. I'm all for you. Get, get, get more involved. Fair enough. <laughs> Next episode, the world's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's ended. It's all there. Uh, That's me this week. All right. Uh, just a few from me. Uh, a man from Crowley, Louisiana, has been arrested after stealing an ambulance from one hospital to drive himself to another hospital with faster service. <laughs> I'm going... I'm not happy with the service here. Love your ambulances. Hate your service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go somewhere else. The man stated that he was involved in a motor vehicle accident where he sustained an injury which caused pain in his back and on his side. He was transported to the Acadian by the Acadian Ambulance Service to Lafayette General Hospital where he was placed in lobby in pain. Um, oh. uh, after waiting to be seen, he decided to go to a different hospital for a quicker service and hopped into a nearby ambulance. Took the ambulance uh, and proceeded to a hospital in Lafayette where he was not immediately seen there either. So he took the ambulance to another hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to his to his primary care physician in Crowley on it and uh, on his way stated that police started to chase him. Um, so he went to another hospital and then that was too slow as well. So he just drove to his local doctors. Um, Look, can you help with this gunshot wound or broken? Is this whiplash, please? <laughs> After his arrest, he was transported to Acadia General Hospital again uh, in Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> just took him back. <laughs> Um, where doctors confirmed that he had a rib fracture, uh, he was treated and released for incarceration. Um, and, and there's nothing you can do for a rib fracture. So no, it's fuck like, all. Just go home. Just yeah, there's there's go nothing. Home, no cast, no In nothing. Prison. Just stay very still. Sorry, it's going to be sore for a bit, but fucking deal with it. Yeah, yeah. you now you can go, go to prison. prison. <laughs> Enjoy your prison. Yeah, the service there is fucking magnificent. It's very quick. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I mean about like your opinion's not that important. You're 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 not as big a cog in the world as you think. Yeah. yeah. Like you it's a it's a it's a it's a favor these doctors are doing for you. They don't have to do it. No. They don't work for you. They work for the society. Doesn't yeah. mean you. No. <laughs> it's like that thing of like there's so many people who say like you're a policeman. I pay your wages, so you're I'm your boss. You're like no, what, one, if you do pay them, they're, pay, they're, pay, they're paid to protect the people, not you, you yeah. twat. <laughs> like they may be involved in... That means they can't arrest anybody? Is that what that means? Because yeah. they work for everybody. They can't arrest anybody. Everyone's that's doing how, the right that's thing. That's how police work. Yeah. Yeah, fucking stupid. They are. Oh, this, this hospital's not treating my broken ribs. I'm going to go for a drive somewhere else. Yeah, with well, your car. <laughs> I want your, I'm taking this as, as a gift. Yeah. A gift. My money paid for this fuel. No, 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 no. You know, you're killing people, like, by stealing an ambulance. Yeah. That ambulance could be used to save people. No. Yeah. Did no well, one else get the, the, the video shown to them as a kid that was like, don't prank call the fire department? Yeah. Because while they're answering a prank call, other people are burning their flesh. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So I remember that video when I was a kid. But to be fair, he took himself to two different hospitals. So, like, 
he 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 saved he saved some time. Like he, he was, that's an efficient trip, isn't it? Two well, birds, got, one he got, stone. He got, he, got, he got a couple of second opinions, and the third opinion was go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess it makes sense that they took him back to the original hospital because that's where the ambulance was from. Yeah. Well, we got to take this back anyway. And Might you're as well. a knob, so you can just wait. Only now yeah. we've got Officer Friendly to wait with you. <laughs> Officer Friendly, Pope Innocent, and uh, <laughs> Bishop not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Bishop Blind Eye. <laughs> um, in other news, this is only a very short one. I uh, just found it funny. Lil Uzi. Do you know Lil Uzi? It rings a bell. Rapper, maybe? Yeah, he is a rapper. Yeah. Who'd have thought with a name like Lil Uzi? <laughs> Um, a rap artist who's had a $24 million pink diamond surgically implanted into his forehead stated this week yeah. that while crowd surfing in a concert, he had a $24 million pink diamond ripped out of his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to report. There's <laughs> a load of people in the crowd with a load of like, crowbars and pliers be like, he's going to crowd surf any minute. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Yeah. It said like it said like I oh, spent three years paying for it, and it's like and and they make it such public record like it cost twenty four million dollars and it's in my face and here's my face. <laughs> 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 I trust you all. <laughs> so dumb. My face is stealable. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I mean, we had that conversation, I think, last week. Was it last week? We were talking about the phones, and it was done about, like, the face ID things. Like, I don't want people, like... I was comfortable Stealing with it when face. it was my thumb, because yeah. you're just cutting off my thumb. But, like, and you were like, well, you just have to show it your face. Like, this guy's literally asking to get his face cut off. Yeah, I mean, his phone might not even recognise him anymore now that it's less pink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't unlock my phone anymore. <laughs> oh, it's going to cost me $24 million to unlock my phone again. <laughs> Fucking technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, obviously, there's a couple of extremes there, right? I don't understand jewellery or you know, gems anyway, but then putting them in your face it's... seems like another extreme. Yeah. And then telling everybody... I guess if it's in your face, you have to tell people something. Yeah. But oh, you yeah, no. Plus, if you've had it... If you spent the time to have it implanted into your forehead, like, people are going to assume it's worth something, even if you tell them it's not. Because why would you have something worthless... Like implanted yeah, into just, your forehead. Just begging to get your head crowbarred. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Broken into like a safe. <laughs> like a like an old car door. Uh, <laughs> anyway, apparently he's got it back and he's doing fine. Um, he's got it back. Found it. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone seen a twenty-four million dollar pink diamond? I will see part of my head. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 this shape. It's the- <laughs> Um Anyway, uh, back. <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, a judge in Bullock County, Kentucky, has denied a couple's divorce and instead issued court-mandated counselling, stating, I think you guys can work it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Like being locked in a room. <laughs> like you're having an argument. Jeez. Just, just divorce. Denied. I'm a hero. 
Yes, I'd like to divorce because we want to give our children a, uh, a healthier, less argumentative environment. Denied. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You work it out. You'll work it out. He's like properly reflecting because he's desperately trying to avoid his own divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Divorces take a lot of work. you got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but then I guess there's got to be... I mean, you don't... When you file for divorce, it is like a court situation, isn't it? So is there like a debate? Is yeah, there like a assumed. check? It's not just to divide stuff, is it? Um, it's, I don't know. It's some of it's to divide stuff unless you've already got like a prenup or something that that covers all that. But it's also in this case it was like they've got kids, so it's to how to deal with that. Um, it's 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 to it's to deal with anything anything that you're a part of together. So if you've got like a if you if you share a dog, so yeah, but so it's dividing, dividing stuff up. But the, I, I'd imagine there would be a point where it's like, are you sure you're like a medical thing? But yeah. are you sure you want to do this? What are your reasons for wanting to do this? But if there were, if there, we we just want to divorce, that's the only reason. Can somebody just say no? Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, there was an argument made that if we made divorce laws much stricter and made it more difficult, then less people would enter into marriages haphazardly. Nah, I doubt that. Most people will just get married if they have kids. There's yeah. an accidental pregnancy, I reckon. That's, there's a high likelihood they'll be pressured into marriage by themselves. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I mean, let's put it this way. The divorce laws, the, the divorce problems for men have been so bad for so long, yet so many men have still gotten married. Yeah, I don't think if you make it worse, yeah, it's gonna and you could it. and they could, they could just get a prenup that that sorts that out and they don't. Yeah, so it's, I think it's more of an emotional hormonal decision to make. Yeah, so maybe like I don't think it's really thought about in the future, but like, uh, yeah, like there has to be grounds for a divorce. I've heard that a lot. There has to be like a reason you're divorcing. You can't just divorce for for the fuck of it. But you can get something annulled within a certain period if you haven't fucked. Yeah, I can't something remember. like that, which seems like a weird draconian law because it's like, well, but yeah. we have fucked, just not while we were married. Oh, well, then that doesn't count. Annulled. I don't the understand this place. law. No, but like, it's just a, yeah, it's like a law from probably 1800 or something. Yeah. Is it still going on? So yeah, maybe if there weren't grounds for a proper divorce, because society wants to encourage divorce, uh, encourage marriage, so they probably want to make people second guess it. Like it's better for society if more people are married, so they want to promote that and try and yeah. keep those people more together. More stable, I guess. Yeah. More um, stable. It's better financially for the for the country. It's yeah. better for childbirth rates. You know all that stuff. Or yeah. better for child worker education from like child age and all that stuff. Yeah. So like I can understand there being like you know discouraging divorce, but if you just want to divorce, are you free to do so? You must yeah. be. Well, I I don't know. I don't know. You would assume so. It's like, well, it's a free country, so you'd assume so. You have to accept the consequences of it if you haven't signed any fucking paperwork or anything, but you well, should always it, just be allowed to. Well, it's, it's because it involves so many other things. It's less involved than most, I guess, like a divorce. But like, I always found it interesting when people talk about medical procedures and like voluntary medical procedures being their choice. 
and you go like, it's not your choice to have a medical procedure done because other people have to do it on you. Yeah. So like maybe they don't want to. Maybe they feel like it would be more damaging. Let's say you wanted to, what's like the old silly ones, you know, get your tongue cut in half to be more serpent-like. Yeah. There's some voluntary surgery. Just because you want to have it done and you accept and you, um, what, consent to having it done doesn't mean it gets done. Yeah. Like maybe the doctors want to be like, have you seen, so have you talked, to, have you thought this through? Have you done this? Have you done that? It's not just a, look, can you cut off my leg, please? I don't want it anymore. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I don't want to. What well, you know? Yeah, but it's my choice. Eh, no, not really. You can cut it off yourself if you want, but we recommend against it. We'll put you in prison if you do. Well, it's just—it's uh, just weird. It's weird. It's—it's it's weird to go to go to a court for a divorce and have everything kind of decided, and then for them to just kind of deny it. It's like going to—I don't know. Let's say you—you you went to like a car dealership, and we're just like, oh, we can't decide between this car and this car, and they're just like, I think you need a blimp sold. It's like, I, yeah. it's, it's, that's not why we're here. Just be in love again. Yeah. <laughs> Judged. Well, apparently the, the judge made the, made the call because they would, they would, the, the two were just so cordial when they were talking to each other and about each other and everything. They were just, they were too mature. So they, the judge was just like, yeah, you, you're fine. <laughs> they've accepted it and they've moved on. Yeah. So what he's going to do, he's going to move them back. <laughs> <laughs> to all the chaos. The How order lovely. is also mandated that neither party, husband nor wife, shall introduce the child to any dating interest until um, until the, the action is finalised, uh, which is the, the counselling, until they've completed the course of counselling, uh, or speak to the child about any such person or relationship, or permit any third party to do so. So they're not allowed to move on with their lives or have the, <laughs> have the child move on in any way both parties lawyers stated that they believe the judge mistook their client's communication and maturity in the courtroom for love that is no longer there um so it just but the lawyers were just like what <laughs> no, they did they're like they, apparently it's all just a completely new thing to them and this judge is just a fucking idiot i think you guys would be fine Pretty funny though. It's, if I was a judge, yeah. if I was a judge for a week, that's the kind of sentences that I would do. <laughs> yeah, that, you can't do the, that. What, yes, I can. That, um, what's that uh, old TV show with uh, that guy who went back and forth in time in different people's bodies? Quantum and he had leap, some kind of robot guy. Huh? Quantum leap. No, no, no. Like the other one, the original one. Scott. He was in uh, Scott Bakula. Oh, I have no idea. Scott Back. Not like Buck Rogers. TV show. No. Is it Scott Back? It wasn't Quantum Leap. No, it was Quantum. What's the other Q? There's another. It was Quantum Leap. There was another Q that I was. Uh, you mean like for. Sliders? Sliders is what I was. I thought Quantum Leap was Sliders. Right. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, Quantum Leap, where like he jumps in between bodies and he has to figure out why he's them for a little bit. Yeah, that's the kind of judge ruling that he'd give. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that they need to get transported to another dimension and wouldn't have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> um. Yeah, just condemned to a loveless marriage. Thanks, <laughs> the system works. <laughs> uh. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and finally, from me, uh, we've already. 
I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of kind of incoming Taliban news, so here's another. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Taliban has banned all protests, slogans, and demonstrations that do not have approval of the Taliban. So Slogans. <laughs> slogans. <laughs> Before you go on your protest, come in for a pitch meeting yeah. about your protest sign that says you don't want us to behead anyone anymore. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own machete. Yeah, we, <laughs> you we saw your slogan, um, mm. like, down with, uh, I don't know, whatever the head of uh, Taliban is, and we changed it to praise be to Allah. Yeah. So, isn't, there's your sign. Isn't this great? Shut up and go and protest. <laughs> go and protest with support. Yeah. <laughs> that is Taliban approved. Stamp it. There you go. <laughs> Um, it's just it's just such a weird situation that it's just funny because it's the it's the it's the bad guys now being the good guys but only on paper really like it's still weird and distrustful but I guess this happened with loads of things right I guess like when the world world war two ended like I think I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head what happened to Germany I know it was cut in half and like shared yeah. with Britain and Russia or whatever but like. You know, Japan was still Japan. Mm. So, like, there must be a weird sense of, like, you've been at war with these bad people, you've had propaganda about these bad people for a long time, and now suddenly they're, you know, doing marketing deals for their own protests. Well, the, 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 the whole weird. thing is just fucking nuts, right? So, so it's a, the degree signals that, that the all new... The, the new all-male interim government is set to be repressive, despite pledging to be inclusive. Um, it was written by... Uh, I'm going to get all the names wrong, but Sirajuddin Haqqani, um, the head of the new Interior Ministry, who is wanted by the FBI for terrorism offences. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's just people playing pretend. Yeah, we're a government. Well, was the you know, FBI's like you know top five of um, FBI was wanted list. Well, the fifth one, he's the HR administrator. Like, we know where he is there. He's, he's coming in for a meeting about, you know, <laughs> personnel. <laughs> Do we arrest him? I mean, who's going to run HR? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the announcement came as Amadullah Wasik, deputy of the Taliban's Cultural Commission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Told the Australian broadcaster SBS that women would not be allowed to play sports under the new government. It's just... The whole thing, just fucking stupid. It's stop, stop running. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think I think fucking I read somewhere that Boris Johnson came out earlier in the week and was just like, oh, they've changed. They haven't changed. It's well, it's like I get that, that, that. This is what's meant to happen. Is like, well, it's peace now. I think I think that was declared. I don't know. America left. It's That's all I know. Bullshit. I don't know whether it's it was a, like officially. It's, it's officially a terrorist state. <laughs> but it's the it's well i guess it was never a war was it well they said it was like a conflict or a, an instigation or something like that Ugh, I, don't, just I, left. Don't know. I don't know the whole thing is just a mess well, it's just yeah it's, it's just our interpretation obviously is like yeah it's like oh deputy uh, in charge of uh, culture and it's just a yeah. guy <laughs> I'm, the head of the, I'm the head of the cultural the taliban's cultural commission i was yeah. the one hanging that guy from the helicopter I'm in charge of parks. Very cultural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, what, what's a diplomat to do? I guess you'd have to assume that that's, that's his job is to try and bridge people's communications. Like, it's a bit weird to do that with a previously known I terrorist organization. want to be a diplomat for the Taliban. You'd just be taking shit all the time. <laughs> just like, look, I can't take this back to my bosses. It's too reasonable. But the, a, a, a silly, like, not educated argument that I have with my brother quite a lot is that, because um, this happened previously with the IRA, mm. right? The IRA, um, I don't know the extent of what they did, but they were a terrorist organization, I believe. They were car bombings and stuff like that. And uh, they were politically associated with Sinn Féin, I think. Mm. And Theresa May gave Sinn Féin a billion pounds to secure her, her prime ministership. Right, okay. So it, if you were to look at it in a silly way, again, I don't know any of the facts, it's just silly argument, a silly conversation we have. Theresa May paid, a re, you know, the IRA a billion pounds. Yeah, I don't think that's I mean, a good way to start. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of... I remember there was a big problem that people had with, with Corbyn. I don't, I don't know all the details of all this stuff because it all just gets yeah. mired in nonsense, but it's like... Something like after the after the Manchester bombings, he invited the IRA into the Houses of Parliament for like peace talks or something, or something like that. And everyone was yeah. just like, the whole thing is that that's that's ridiculous. Or you shouldn't we shouldn't be making peace talks with people that have just blown up our people. Yeah, but it's like it's well, my point with that is it's not irregular for this yeah. to happen. Yeah. So like it's just weird because it's probably the most high profile that we in our generation have kind of experienced. And it's probably like, I don't know, it's probably much longer and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just, it's very cartoony and very like well, Bugs just, Bunny, that's you know, just walks it. into a like, fake room. Who's like, I mean, the, what the, the, all, the, all, the, all the heads of the Taliban or the leaders or whatever are just gathered in a room and be like, well, well, like, what, what do you want to be? Um, uh, I'll be ahead of the cultural commission. Do we have a cultural commission? I'll be the cultural commission. All right, well, you can <laughs> yeah. be the head of Dave. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like slides. You could be president of slides. Yeah. I like <laughs> hanging people from helicopters. Great. I wanted to hang from helicopters. 